So the listeners who know me personally have asked me why I don't talk about business on BU. Well, the reason is because it just didn't feel right. I was following my gut, my heart, and my intuition. And now I know that the time is now. So I'm really, really happy about a decision that we made at BU. And that is to create a spinoff channel. So if you go over to bu.supercast.tech, you will discover BU in business. On that platform, I will share all things sales, marketing, team building, attraction marketing, building a business without sacrificing your integrity, your values, your energy, and yourself. I did it the wrong way for a lot of years. I was the queen of hustle and grind. And yes, I did build a very substantial business that I was proud of, but it came at a huge cost. And a lot of women are out there building businesses, sacrificing themselves. I'm excited to share with you what I learned and the evidence I have to prove that that new way of building business as myself, the real version of myself, without being cookie cutter, without sacrificing what really made sense to me in my heart, how that brought me more growth and more income than I had ever made with so much less effort. I've lived through both the before and the after, and I'm excited to teach you everything that I figured out the hard way. I will save you years and years of mistakes and painful lessons. And I realize that now is the time to do that. I'm truly, truly, truly all in with this. And I can't wait to get into that with you and go as deep as you want to go. You'll be able to interact with me. You'll be able to make suggestions about episodes, ask me questions. And I think you're going to be very refreshed by what you see over there. It's not what you're seeing everywhere on social media and in other programs. I'm going to be so real and raw and honest with you. And my greatest joy is going to be empowering women to be hugely successful without feeling drained, without feeling that relationships are strained, and without feeling like there's nothing left for you. There's a better way to build. And I'm going to show you how. So meet me over on Supercast and we'll get started together. There is nothing more inspiring than a woman being unapologetically herself. The answers are all in your heart. She's waiting, she's waiting, she's waiting for you to set her free. Welcome to BU Podcast. I'm Jill Herman and I am so glad you're here. I was broke, insecure, and craved approval. But with grit, hustle, and sacrifice, I still built a successful multi-million dollar business. 10 years in, burnout, I slowed down and looked inward. In that silence, I discovered that the same level of success could have come to me with much less effort and so much more joy. That's when I threw out the expectations of the world and chose to unbecome every single thing I thought I was supposed to be. And the real me was uncaged. 
it was far from easy. And in this podcast, I'll offer my entire journey as a roadmap so that if you're ready, you can finally be you. Hey there. So I hope that you enjoyed this podcast today. I wanted to do something a little different, shake things up a little bit. So I was asked to write an article for a magazine and they approached me with the idea of talking about goals and motivation because their whole magazine theme for the month, which I think is awesome, is on bucket lists. And so they were hoping that I would come in and do some coaching around, you know, how to reach and attain the bucket list. And my first response was obviously I'm flattered and thank you so much. And are you okay with me twisting that a little bit? A little bit of a juxtaposition of that. What's coming to me is something else. And I'm so grateful to John Christensen who said, yeah, go for it. So it's interesting that I'm reading you this article today because just today in my IG story, I was talking about, and I had no idea that this would happen today, the connection. I was talking about, you're, you're always going to hear a no unless you ask the question. And so when I do decide to go for coffee, when I order at a restaurant, I, I like to order off the menu or ask the server, what is your favorite thing? Or could you do it this way instead of that way? And it's not because of a control thing. Definitely, I have control issues. But it's really just honoring that creative part of me and being willing to reimagine something and inviting someone else to do the same. Obviously, if you don't ask, it's always no applies to everything in life, like getting what you want. But also, you know, allowing yourself to not do what's expected and not do what everyone else does. Whether it's, you know, for me, going through the drive through at Arby's when I'm in a pinch and I know the food is not healthy, but if I'm in a pinch and I go through the drive through at Arby's, I'll ask them to wrap my sandwich up in dark leafy green lettuce instead of the bread. And at first they say, wait, you want me to do what? But then now that I've done it, there are two different locations that say, oh yeah, absolutely. I know, I know who you are. Sure. I remember you asking for that and they know what to do. And when I get coffee, it's always too hot for me. And I said, can you like somehow make it not as hot? And she's like, well, yeah, we have a kid's temp. And I'm like, you have a what? She said, yeah, we have a kid's temperature. And I said, gosh, that should be out on the menu. And I also said, I, I never can drink a whole cup even of decaf. I don't ever make it through the cup. And she's like, oh, we'll just ask for a short. What's that? It's not on the menu. So interestingly enough, I'm talking to you today about being presented with something that was on the menu and me asking if I could do something off the menu. So I'm going to read you today my twist on the bucket list. And I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Okay, you ready? Travel the world and visit every continent. Master a musical instrument. Become debt-free. Write and publish a book. Finally reach my ideal weight. Learn a second language. Swim with sharks. Attend a Super Bowl. Skydive. Send a stranger to college or pay off someone's mortgage. We're all familiar with the proverbial bucket list, yet most of us who have them secretly surrender to the truth that much of what lives on that list will never leave the paper nor escape daydreams. Some of us don't even have bucket lists, and when asked, we make something up about what the world tells us we should deem as experiences to covet. I'm one of those people. No bucket list. 
Is this because I'm so evolved? Quite the contrary. Like many adults, I've spent the majority of my life buried in my patterning and trauma responses and searching for safety in everything except living a life that doesn't need a bucket list. The compensation looked like overworking, overachieving, numbing, hiding, seeking approval from everyone but myself, and walking through life completely detached from my body, drowning in thoughts of inadequacy, shame, comparison, and fear. I was living in the past and in the future while forsaking the ultimate bucket list item, the now. I didn't think I deserved a list that lofty, and if I had one, it would have been written in invisible ink. When we examine the layers beneath every single adventure and experience that we hope to do or have someday, what does it give us? How will we feel when we check it off the list, and how will it feel to tell people we did? And then what does that give us? And when we have that, how will we feel? And when we feel that, what then? Try this with your bucket list items. When I insert bucket list item, I will feel X. And when I feel X, I will Y. And when I have and feel Y, I will be Z. As we recite these words aloud, whatever is revealed when our raw emotion appears, and it will, if one is willing to go deep enough, no matter how many layers need to be peeled away, now that is our ultimate bucket list. I'll feel seen. I'll feel loved. I'll feel safe. I'll feel important. I'll be enough. No safari nor skydiving experience can compare if they are merely distractions from the real prize we subconsciously seek. You see, we are searching for what we perceive we never received as children, and that wound morphs into a desire for accomplishments, experiences, and possessions. When we get those, especially the elusive ones, i.e. the bucket list, we hope to feel or get what we didn't feel or get in childhood. Those experiences we seek are not bad. Who doesn't want to see the Northern Lights or purchase a house and a car for a homeless family? Seeking adventure and having audacious dream goals is healthy. It's inspiring. But the ultimate payoff we subconsciously seek to feel worthy, seen, and loved, cannot come from a checked-off list. We trick ourselves into thinking that we simply need to check off more buckets to fill our own, which has a few invisible holes in it. What if we decided that we already have peace, love, and joy, and are seen, heard, and enough? What if we decided that we are the bucket list? We can choose this every day, every moment, It will feel forced and fake at first because we've spent a lifetime believing the opposite. But one day, once it's embodied, we will realize that it was always the only truth. We are. We always were. Then the adventures and the wouldn't it be cool if things become icing instead of the cake. We want them just because. And that's more than okay. The best part is that once we know that a bucket list can't make us feel whole, chosen, seen, and heard, they inspire us far more than anything we could have thought of prior to the exercise of declaring that we are what we hoped the list would make us. We start daydreaming about healing our old stories, forgiving ourselves for everything that still imprisons us, and letting go of resentment. We expand the time between stimulus and response. 
We see everyone as we want others to see us. We start appreciating our triggers as road signs and signals that lead us to what really needs healed. We need to control very little. We start following our deepest desire and we live with unapologetic self-expression. So if you create a bucket list, don't feel that having one is the problem. Having one is simply extra icing on the cake of understanding that it can't bring you what was already yours. So share your thoughts with us on this article. What are your thoughts on the bucket list? Do you have one? Are you ready to ditch it now after hearing that? Are you excited to make a bucket list after hearing that? Do you want to reevaluate your bucket list? Have you already checked things off of your bucket list and you didn't even know it? Do you look at that safari or becoming debt-free as something you still want, but you realize you don't need anymore? Do you see and hear that what you're seeking in that bucket list is truly something much, much deeper that you can actually give yourself and declare for yourself to feel seen, loved, safe, important, enough? So when you do that exercise, go as deep and as many rounds as you need to until you feel emotion. When I insert, let's say, learn a second language, when I check that off my bucket list, what? Learning a second language, I'll feel, I'll feel expanded. And when I feel expanded, I'll feel more alive. And when I feel more alive, I'll feel more accomplished. And then when I feel more accomplished, I'll feel more seen. And when I feel more seen, I'll Oh, I'll feel like I matter. Whoa, didn't see that coming. So dig and dig and dig and dig and peel away and peel away and peel away until you find what you're truly seeking through the what ifs and the wouldn't it be cool ifs and the I wish I and one day. Seeking those things is not the problem. Seek them. Have those goals. Envision yourself having and doing those things. Perhaps add the fact that achieving and getting and attaining and checking off those things, those experiences, those accomplishments are never going to fill your bucket. They're just the icing and they're pretty damn good icing, but they're not the cake. 